Okay. Oh my God, my lips. So I am here with Nukio, and this is the year 2014. Yes. And we have made our top 10 lists. This is a top 10. This is Game of the Year podcast. It's very exciting. It's awesome. So what we're going to do is go down the list. We're going to start at number 10 and make our way to number one, but we're going to talk about the games as we go and like what we thought about them and all that fun stuff. So I guess you you go first. What's, <laughs> your, what's, your, what's your number 10? What was that? My number 10 is Danganronpa. Trigger, trigger. trigger oh my happy god habit. okay number 10 huh yep uh yeah it, it might seem kind of low but I, I i still still holds a special place so danganronpa is a vita game that is about basically like a serial killer bear well he's not really like a serial killer but he's a bear and he brings all these kids into a high school and it basically tells them like, hey, you guys got to kill each other if you want to get out. And it's like a visual novel and you walk around the high school and you basically do like class trials, kind of like Phoenix Wright to figure out who who done the murders. The kids do murder each other. Yeah, you have to, you have to get away with it if you want to get out. Yeah. So. But if, if, if the other classmates find you... During that trial, then you're you're donezo. Yeah, and if the the person who did the murders gets away with it, then everybody else gets killed by the crazy bear. Yeah, it's really morbid. But... The I uh, the ending still bothers me, which I I won't say on here just because that's like spoiling the entire thing. But it. Uh, I don't know. I'm still okay with it. Nor- normally, like endings like that just completely ruin a game for me. But Danganronpa did not. Um. I did like how it was kind of like Persona, where you like, uh, like have relationships with the people. Oh yeah. Even though if you would you would max it out faster if they died early, so it's like oh I know who's gonna die really quick. Yeah that. Yeah, but I guess that's why like New Game Plus you could like carry that. Stuff that's true. Yeah, there. I didn't do the other weird New Game thing where it's like. So you're basically just like living in the school and like there's no trials or anything. Right. Yeah. I... Which I I assume that's how you get the rest of that stuff, but I don't know. So yeah, they're all like the best at something. So like there's the ultimate baseball player and like pop singer and whatever the shit else there was. Fortune teller. Oh my god, I can't even remember. Swimmer. What the fuck was the big guy? Or am I thinking about Danganronpa 2? Shit. No, there was, there was a big guy in the first one. The, like, the really uh, no, nerdy No, Sakura. Dude. Oh, because Sakura, they, the big girl. I, I, the big guy I'm thinking of is from Danganronpa 2. <laughs> oh, yeah. I believe he is... Oh, fuck. He might be the ultimate student council president. E- either way, that's the second game, which also weird they came out this year, but... yeah. Yeah, they're all like really well done characters. I think I don't know. Yeah. I enjoy enjoy most of it. Yeah, you get really attached to them too, which is rare. Um, yeah, and it's like a Vita game, which is also rare to find. <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> that's good. Okay. So what? So your your number ten? My number ten was Transistor. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, <sighs> I don't know. I had a hard time making the rest of this list other than my top three. I really like Transistor. It's made by Supergiant Games, the team that made Bastion. And, like, I still think about it. Bastion was dope as shit. Like, Bastion is 
for a debut game for a studio, that game is so legit. Transistor is still very legit. I don't think it's quite as legit as Bastion was, but it is. There's something special about it. Yeah. That was, that was also weirdly enough one of the like. I don't know. PS4 games started trickling out this year at a more rapid pace than they were, but I think that was like the main, the first like downloadable game that I really that was like new to the new consoles that I got. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, I think same here. Yeah. Something else came out that day. Is that when I got Murdered Soul Suspect? Fuck, that game wasn't good. Uh, Yeah, but Transistor is weird. It's like a strategy RPG. Yes? But, like, it's also an action RPG at the same time. You, like, use your skills and you have a sword. You're this girl named Red who can't talk. You can can use, like, the strategy... You, you can play it like an action RPG, but the strategy part helps a lot. It's really good. Yeah. And it basically, it's like about a city, like a crazy future cyberpunk city where sh- shit has gone real and you, as the main character is Red, have lost your voice and you have a talking sword, which is really <laughs> cool. Um, it's weird. I played the most of the game with headphones, but if you don't, then he talks through the controller. So it's like, oh, you're holding the controller, you're holding yeah, the sword, yeah. and it would, like, blink, but the, the speakers on the DualShock 4 suck ass. Yeah, they're not great. So that was weird. But the, that game was very good. It was not very long, no. and the ending of that was weird. It wasn't bad, it was just, like, confusing? Because you don't really know what happened. Yeah, yeah. The later parts of that game I was not super into. Like, mainly, like, the last main area where you fight, like, a ridiculous amount of stuff and, like... Oh, yeah. I don't know. The music in that game is awesome, too. That's the same guy who did the music for Bastion, Darren Korb. Solid shit. Yeah, I really like music. It's a really good game. It is. So, number nine for you. What is that? Number nine... Uh, uh, number nine, Infamous Second Son. Oh my god! <laughs> infamous, huh? Yeah, I don't know. Like that, that game was like kind of short, in my opinion. It was wicked short. I yeah, like. but I, I, I had fun playing. That was the only game I've ever gotten early from Amazon. It came a day before it was supposed to. It did. It came a day before. It came on a Monday. Which was good because I was working Tuesday. I <laughs> I, I, I didn't like dislike Infamous, but I I don't know. Yeah. Delson is a cool character. Yeah. And Troy Baker does a good job voicing him. He also looks exactly like Troy Baker in real life, but as a younger person. And I like that he could like steal the powers of everything else, but there's something about the combat of Infamous... Yeah, that's not. I'm not super into. I the neon powers are so cool though. They look so good. What powers did you use the most in that game? Digital. Digital. Video. Video. Oh yeah, but that kid sucked. Yeah, that kid. That kid really. Eugene was that his name? Eugene. I don't know. I just I I I like using the summoning stuff and the sword. 
Yeah, okay. That that actually that did work really well. Is that the one you could fly with also? Yes, but it wasn't for a long distance. Uh, I yeah, I preferred using that power when like going up buildings over the others. I I hope that they make another infamous game. And I, I don't know. It needs to be longer and have more powers in it. Yeah, that that would be that would that's cool. Because they did that thing where, uh, like that DLC quest or like the the paper trail quest, where like there's that person who has paper power. Yeah, I think the paper trail stuff was really cool because it was like in-game stuff that would make you do like your own detective work on an actual PC as well, and then go back in-game and do stuff there. But the end reward was not the paper power, which it should have been. Oh, I just had to do any of that? Yeah, it was... Because the, when I wanted to do it, the quest was broken. Right, yeah. There, so... there was a lot of problems before, because there was like a lot of traffic. Yeah. On that website, and it was just bad. Yeah, I, that game was good, though. I I want more Infamous. Not necessarily with Delson as a main character. <laughs> I, it was cool that he was like Native American, I guess. Yeah. And his whole tribe. What were they called? The. No. I know that's what I think of something else. That's a religion. Oh my god. Oh, it's gonna bother me. I'm gonna think of it as soon as we're done with this. I. I also want to say Wamapoke, but that's from nope. Parks and Rec. Yeah, that's, that's, that's not the Wamapoke Indians. That is Parks and Recreation. Oh my god. It's going to drive me nuts. Is my phone over here? I, th- I want to say it starts with a J. Yeah. Oh, shit. Um. Infamous, second song... Sun Indian. Ooh. My phone is autocorrecting really weird. Because now we got infamous Deckened Done. <laughs> oh, good. It just says he's a Native American on this page here. Oh, come on, quick load. It's Wikipedia page. Delson Rowe. He's a male. He's voiced by Troy Baker. A Comish. A Comish. Damn it. Okay. They are Comish Indians, and it, yeah, I think that that part of the story is good too. Where it's like his, I don't know, his tribe, and they're like all behind him, even though he's a weird superpowered. Person oh yeah. Everybody else hates superpowered people because. I don't know. Fuck superpowered people. Yeah. Apparently, in every single thing, piece of media <laughs> yeah. ever. I don't know. Yeah, that, that was. That was my number nine. My number nine is Mario Kart Eight. <laughs> Mario Kart Eight. Yeah. I about it. I really like Mario Kart Eight. Once again, it's one of those rare games that actually exist for the Wii U. <laughs> so, it has that going for it. It looks so good. It looks so good for a Wii U game. Like, I, I still think Mario Kart 8 looks better than most shit that's on current-gen consoles now. 
Okay, I, I we didn't I didn't say that during Infamous, but in the second song, <laughs> the graphics are like fucking insane. Yeah. That was probably the first like next gen game where I was like, holy shit, this is legit. Yeah. But no, yeah, Mario Kart, something about the art direction, like it looks God damn. I don't so good. Yeah, I I see what you mean. And I it had this fun new tracks. Whereas like I really like the Wii Mario Kart and I know a lot of people are like, Oh my god. Fuck that game. It was really good, and it added the motorcycles, and the Wii motion control was bad. Jesus Christ, my cats are fighting all the time. <laughs> cats! Fuck. I'm trying to talk about Mario Kart over here. Uh, the the new tracks are really good. I Controlling it with a Wiimote and Nunchuck is fine. You shake the Wii remote to do tricks and all that kind of bullshit. Oh, no, no, use a D-pad now. Yeah, yeah. Um, the and they actually it's one of the few games that actually has really good DLC. I feel like most of the time now, I feel like I tend to think DLC is like a super scam, but the DLC packs are like mad cheap and it adds like a third of the game's original content for like seven bucks. Yeah, and you can play as Link. Like I don't really give a shit about that. It, you can play as track. You can. The DLC tracks are really good. They're like F Zero Excite Bike. Hyrule and then just like older tracks but I really like that and Nintendo just does a good job of like making me feel good when I play their games it, like, that sounds stupid but like I most of the, sometimes when I play games I'm just like I don't know like trying for the highest score like trying to find everything it's like Mario Kart is just like I'm having a good time fucking playing Mario Kart over here yeah, we we played that. We played it a lot, a lot. Like, and yeah. I, we're probably gonna play it more when the other DLC comes out in May. It's so fun, so much fun. And we get to play the hot Animal Crossing shit next. They should just do that. I I, I won't talk about that now. But <laughs> they should just every fucking Mario Kart and Mario Party game should just have all kinds of Nintendo franchises in there. They're stupid. But do that. They wouldn't have room for Gold Peach. We will not talk about <laughs> pink gold peach, even though she's not pink and is only gold. Or no, is it gold me- gold metal peach? Gold metal. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, d- yeah, the roster in the game sucks ass. There is that. Like, it's basically like Mario and Luigi and like everybody you would know, like Peach and they had Rosalina now. And then all their baby forms. And then for some reason, every single Koopa kid, which like, sure, I get that they're all different, but like gold metal peach it's not a that's not a thing it's not a character i looked it up the other day or not the other day like a couple weeks ago because i was talking to someone about how stupid that is and it's not even like she was in a game previously this mario kart 8 is the first game gold metal peach was in gold metal or peach. pink gold peach i don't fuck it's something <laughs> stupid gold and peach and this is the first game she's ever in so it's not like there's any precedence hopefully she's not in anything else because that's just, I don't, I don't know, maybe you, need, you got Metal Mario, so you need a Metal slash Gold Peach. No, no thanks. No, you don't need, you don't, oh god. Okay. What is your number eight? <laughs> my that's, number eight. Mario Kart 8 was my number nine, but that's, it's Mario Kart 8. Mm-hmm. What is your number eight, though? So my number eight. Oh, I know. I know you like to have this rule. We have to beat a game to be 
be able to put it on the list. Yeah, I, I generally do that. <clears throat> well, okay, there's, there's no beating this game per se, but I'm definitely going to go back to it. Because I definitely want to play a lot more of it. Theatrism, Final Fantasy Curtain Call, yes. my number eight. You can beat it. You can? Yeah. I did that. When you get so much uh, rhythmic, what is what the fuck is the points called? Rhythmia. Rhythmia. When you get so many rhythmia, you fight chaos. Oh yeah. And then you win. Then the credits roll. Oh. Either way, that's whatever. Well, regardless, yeah. I Final Fantasy songs, man. That game is so good. <laughs> Spoilers, but it's really good. <laughs> Holy shit! I. Oh my god. Rhythm games, man. I I am obsessed with rhythm games, and I love them. I love theater rhythm. And it's done well, and the songs are really good, and I just... Everything about it spells nostalgia. I still hate the event songs. They still suck, <laughs> and they don't run at the proper frame rate, so you miss all the notes. Did you, did you stick with the stylus when you were playing? Because you can... Now they edit it so you can control it with the buttons or the stylus. Yeah, I I stuck with the stylus. I I find it more fun to do that. But I I did try the buttons before on your 3DS. And it it was like easier, but it, it there were some things that were like hard. Like I I didn't mind like switching back and forth. I'm a I'm a hybrid. Okay. I like using both at the okay. same time. That's weird. <laughs> I didn't try. I didn't really try the buttons because I was like uh, I. I played the original Theat Rhythm for like, I don't mean it's like it's fucking fifty or sixty hours, which is insane. And I yeah. I just use a stylus that whole time, so I'm used to that. So I just do that all the time. No, right. Um, but they also just Christmas Eve, just in time. Oh my god! For the game of the year, they started adding a bunch of songs from like Romancing Saga and other Square RPGs, and they fucking put my jam. They put the theme of Chrono Trigger in the game, and if this sets precedence, they're gonna have another batch of DLC. I think this coming Thursday, or no, it was sometime within the next couple weeks. But if it is more Chrono Trigger music, it's gonna be fucking awesome. And I was right; they did mislabel it, and it is Chrono's theme. Oh, okay. And it is so dope. Oh my god, <laughs> I played it. And the fucking background is the end of time, where you like switch all your characters around right. and shit. It's like custom content. This DLC. Oh my god. Gonna be it's trigger. Awesome. But okay. yeah, I, I fuck. I still I went I was playing that game for like hours the other day. Yeah. I yeah, I I need to get back into it. There's so much music to unlock and like it's mad oh, it's mad fun. Like rhythm games. You like tap along to the beat and there's three types of songs. The event songs, which I bitched about earlier, basically like cinematics are playing in the background and you have to like slide the stylus or tap to the beat but it doesn't work because the frame rate's fucked up <laughs> and then there's ones where it's uh you basically walk across a field and you kind of like i don't know you go along to the beat and the better you do the faster your guy runs and they ride chocobos and then there's battles where like your four characters are there and you hit the notes and all that and it kills the enemies and you get items to unlock more characters and items that are worthless but that's whatever which I, I I like battle the most. I think. Yeah, I definitely like battle the most. Yeah. Which it does suck though because the multiplayer 
you can only do battle songs. Yeah, that I because there are some just like field songs that I think are like awesome and I would like to do, but it doesn't let you. So that's lame. Chronos theme is a battle song though, so that's that's, that's awesome and there's just like a lot of dlc because there are so many fucking songs in final fantasy games and there's already like literally this game has like more songs than like any rhythm game ever i feel like because it has all the songs from the first game plus literally all the dlc from the first game and it basically like doubles that and adds more games and then it also has its own dlc yeah, yeah that's... there's at least like 200 songs in the base game which is like fucking nuts though which is ridiculous yeah i so many so many songs to go through and it's so awesome do you plan on getting dragon quest Rhythm? wait what yeah that's that's the thing where was that they announced that oh my god i will buy that yeah. i will buy any rhythm game that square enix puts out I will purchase, <laughs> just in the hopes that someday they will either just release every Chrono Trigger song as DLC for one of them, or they will just have a fucking Chrono Trigger one. <laughs> and there are not as I don't think there are necessarily enough Chrono Trigger songs to support like its own game. I mean, like, the, like theoretically there are. I would fucking buy the shit out of it. But if they also did Chrono Cross, those two together would perfect game. Yeah, perfect game. <laughs> game of all time, other than Chrono Trigger itself. I would fuck it. Holy shit. I would become the ultimate master at that game. <laughs> <laughs> also, the Chrono Trigger, Chrono's theme is fucking hard as shit. I tried oh, to do yeah. an ultimate, failed in the same spot each time. It was hard as hell. So then I went to the one down and I beat it. But I was like, god damn, this is hard. Right. And it is like as, as challenging as you want. Like the hard difficulty on some of those, like I, my brain can't even move that fast. I don't know how that's working. <laughs> fucking crazy. Theater them number eight, my number eight, which I, I still I don't I'm overall. Happy. Dark Souls two is my my number eight, and now mm-hmm. I, 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 <laughs> Dark Souls two to me was disappointing. I wanted it to be way better than it was, but my point of view on this is wicked skewed because I waited forever to play the original Dark Souls, and I finally played it this year. And I say this no joke, I think that the original Dark Souls is one of the best games, like, game design-wise, that has ever been made. Really? And, like, I I don't remember shit now. Like, I don't remember video games after I play them very much. Yeah. It depends. Like, it has to be really good for me to remember. If we fucking turn on Dark Souls right now, I could walk you through exactly how to get to most of the areas in that game... And I can, like, see it in my mind's eye. Like, I know. Right. And, like, I love that game. Go away, Willie. (laughs) I love that game. And I... It's so good. And then Dark Souls 2 is, like, more Dark Souls, but not as good. The gameplay itself got better. And it is still really hard, although I think you can make yourself wicked overpowered in Dark Souls 2. So, like, by the end of the game, I was literally fucking trucking through everything. And a big part of Dark Souls 1 was, like, I died a lot on bosses because I didn't know what the fuck was going on. Rarely ever, I think one time, did I beat a boss on the first try. In Dark Souls 2, I beat most of the bosses on the first try. 
and it was like I, I, I don't know it might just be because I knew more what I was doing but also I think the world design in Dark Souls 1 like everything is connected whereas Dark Souls 2 is more like you start in a central hub and it like spokes off and you just go to these different areas but you would eventually hit a dead end like there were no dead ends in the original Dark Souls right except for the f- chamber where the final boss is but that's because the game's over I don't know. Dark Souls 2 is still a good game. Like, I think it's really good. But Dark Souls was so much better. And I, I will fight anyone who says otherwise. And Bloodborne, hopefully, is going to rekindle my my magic. Ah, uh, rekindle. I see, I see what you did there. Yeah, rekindle the bonfire. Oh, shit. Anyways, if you didn't play Dark Souls, everybody should fucking get on there. Now, you got me to start playing. We, I, I only play that... I only started playing that with you watching me. Yeah. Because I never really had an interest in Dark Souls before. So, like, play on my own time. Yeah. I don't remember how far we got. We got, like, pretty far. Didn't I get to, like, to the, the Four D- Kings or whatever? Yeah, you did. So, like, the second half of the game, basically. And then right. you started to do the DLC. And then you fought Artorias for, like, 8,000 hours. <laughs> which is, holy, holy shit, shit, the DLC for Dark Souls 1. <laughs> Artorias is the best boss in all of Dark Souls, I think. But yeah, you got you got pretty far. Okay, well, we, we're gonna have to finish that sometime. Sometime, but yeah, I love Dark Souls. Dark Souls Two was like pretty good. It probably didn't help that like it came out like two months after I played Dark the first Dark Souls, so I was like already like, wow, Dark Souls is fucking awesome. And then it was like, oh, now there's more of that, but it's not like. I don't know. It's number eight on my top ten list. So like, it's pretty good because I cut a lot of games from this list. But right, could have been something better. Well, hopefully, Blood, Bloodborne. Yes, hopefully, Bloodborne is good. The same director who made Dark Souls One is making that, where he didn't really have a lot to do with Dark Souls Two. So, oh, really? Yeah. Well, that's cool. It's his vision, man. Dark Souls One. He realizes <laughs> vision. God damn. Did he also work on... Did he make Demon's Souls? Yes, he did okay. that as well. I could never get into Demon's Souls. That was an issue, but... I did something about... I don't know. The way it was kind of like Dark Souls 2. It was basically... It was more level-based. It wasn't like open world where you had oh, to do yeah. shit. I think that was my main issue with both of those. But I did I did complete Dark Souls 2, so it's... I don't know. I liked it a lot. What is your number seven? Oh my god. Oh, you seem so upset not by Not my number seven. I'm upset by this. You should be upset by this. It's destiny. The podcast is over. <laughs> <laughs> the podcast is over. I'm sorry. Oh my god, how could you do this to me? I'm sorry. It wasn't <laughs> supposed to be this way. Oh, anyone who's listening to the podcast and has heard my episode about Destiny knows all about how I feel about Destiny. And I have feel new things about Destiny now that the DLC is out. Maybe we can talk about them now. Oh, the dark blow? The dark blow. Because <laughs> it blows. Oh, my God. Okay, so what? I know you really like Destiny. Let me... Okay, no, like no, Destiny? no, that's not true. You don't, don't lie. Okay, no, 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 no. No, okay. Listen, listen. Okay. So, I... I like Destiny 
only because I had people to play it with. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed that a lot, actually. Otherwise, I don't think I would have played it for as long as I did. But I feel like there was just not enough content, first of all. Holy shit. And even with the DLC or the first expansion, there wasn't really, there's not really that much going on. And it was such a grind fest, and I don't know, I just, like, I liked it, but I didn't, but I do. I don't want to turn this into the Destiny hate podcast, <laughs> so I'm not going to get super into this. Destiny should be my game of the year. Like, everything they said about that game beforehand, like, Destiny should be the game of the year, like, hands down. Spoilers, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> In, on my list, at least. I, uh, like, it is, Destiny is, like, pure potential. Like, it's there. I can feel it. Yeah. Like, playing it is fun. The shooting works so well. Like, it feels so good. And then, the game isn't there. Like, the content's not there. And I still, I stand by this. It feels like that game had a story, and then they had to rip all of it out. Because they weren't going to get it out on time. Yeah, that, yeah, I feel like... Some stuff, like, had to have been caught or something. So maybe Destiny 2 will be the game of the year. <laughs> uh, well, they claim they have, what is it, like, what was it? A 15-year plan? A 10-year plan? I thought it was, like, an infinite-year plan. Yeah, it's whatever. Infinite-year plan. Anything. <laughs> maybe Destiny 2. Or if they, after this next second expansion comes out that they'd already announced, if maybe if they drastically, like, rehaul what they're doing with these expansions or something. Destiny can be salvaged. In the form that it's in, I you think. have hopes. I I don't think that it will happen, <laughs> but it could happen. Like it's a no. It I ugh. it's the most frustrating thing of the year for me. Destiny. If I had to pick a game to be my most disappointing game of the year, it would definitely be Destiny, because I I feel the potential. Like it's there, and like I did like playing with people. Yeah. But I I. Oh my god, the amount of content in that game and the way you have to grind it. Something went wrong. And someday, (laughs) someone will write a brilliant book about what the fuck happened with the development of Destiny. (laughs) I still still remember this. The the game journalists had, they were called to Bungie to go see Destiny and they were told that they were going to be allowed to play it. And this was like a month before release. And the PR people ended up not letting them play the game, and instead they talked about how uh, I don't fucking remember who made the set, the fucking theme song. It's Paul McCartney, I think. Uh, he, they they basically listened to like the guy talk about Paul McCartney, and they later talked with like actual people who worked at Bungie, and they could not believe that they were not allowed to play the game. And I'm pretty sure it's because PR was just like, I know what will happen if we let people play this game. Yeah. And I, oh my god. And so I, I, we, I enjoyed my time playing Destiny with you also. So I, I don't know. I like Destiny, but I also really don't like Destiny simultaneously. I don't feel good about it being on my list. <laughs> hey, at least you didn't say Assassin's Creed Unity yet. Wait, yeah, wait for it. Oh, boy. <laughs> Get a surprise for you. <laughs> All right, so yeah, Destiny is not number seven, so what do you what do you got? It's got to be better than... My number seven, which I... Holy shit, I play this game a lot, is Rayman Legends. Now, technically, 
Rayman Legends came out in 2013 on PS3 and 360. I did not play it. It came out on PS4 and Xbox One on current gen consoles this year. And fuck is that game fun. <laughs> it looks really good. It runs on that weird Ubisoft art engine. And it's just like is good platforming. Like it feels good and solid. And I liked going through the levels to collect all the teensies. Right. I still have like really close to 100% in that game. I should go back and try to get the rest of them. And it had like the daily challenges where you like just try to get as far as you can while platforming like a baller and right. doing all kinds of shit. And it just it works really well and like Rayman has a weight to him that like makes the platforming feel really good. There's something to be said about a good platformer, I feel like, cause they can be really bad. Like little big planet as an example, like that does not feel good in any way as a platformer. Yeah. They should fix that. And they did not in little big planet <laughs> three apparently. So that sucks. But yeah, Rayman, I don't really have a whole lot to say about it other than just like, I played it a lot. And the level design is awesome, and, like, it looks really cool. And there's a lot of content. Like, you can play that game for a long time and still, like, have more stuff to unlock. Like, just characters or levels. It has, like, half the levels of the original game Rayman Origins in it also. They have to unlock. So it's just, it's a lot lot of levels, a lot of content. It's a solid platformer, which you don't really get a whole lot of anymore. Right. I think that... Something like that, uh, that's also in Spelunky, which is also a great game. Yes. Like, I think daily challenges and stuff like that should be incorporated in more games. Yeah, it works. Like, I, I know Rayman is, like, more meant to be just, like, a regular platform, but those daily challenges, like, they're fun. Right. And, like, you get the, the currency or whatever if you place, you get, like, a gold, silver, or bronze trophy, and then you get so many, or maybe they were, yeah, I think it's just Lums. That they're called in that, the weird little, like, purple dudes that turn, oh, yeah. turn yellow. But you just get lums to put towards, like, into the next unlock or something overall. So, like, you, there's actually incentive to do it also. And it's just fun. Right. I like competing against people. Yeah. It, like, shows what country they're from and all kinds of stuff. But, yeah, yeah that daily challenges are cool. Yeah. I agree. Well... Move on for my disappointment. Number, number six. Tales of Hearts are... Tales of Hearts are... You did not beat that game either. I'm going no, to... No, I did. What the fuck? Yeah, I, I actually what, did. did you just, like, Couple find of... 90 hours <laughs> all out of nowhere and then, like, play the entirety of that game? No. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I was, like, getting close when I was oh. playing it. And then I just, I just finally decided, hey, I gotta beat it. Shit. I want to play that game so bad. It's so good. I have it wrapped still. <laughs> also a rare Vita release. <laughs> yeah. I really like it, but towards the end... I've been having a problem with this a lot lately with a lot of games. Like, Sure, we complain about Destiny having like so little content. Like, now some games are too long. I'm having that issue at the moment with Dragon Age. <laughs> yeah. I literally can't finish that game. It is an infinite amount of time, and it will never be over. Uh, yeah, don't worry. We'll talk about that okay, a little later. Great, great. <laughs> but, yeah, like, all right. So it took me about, I didn't do everything because I kind of got a little tired. 70 out. 70 Hours. Jesus Christ! Or a JRPG, yeah, that's that's a that's a a lot. Yeah, especially yeah, it's a 
Vita game too. Yeah, like, that's that's crazy. Hey, it's the combat's the combat's really good. The story is really cheesy, corny Japanese RPG. Yeah, but it's it's called Tales of Heart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I kind of expected that. It's about the heart. It's about Shing Meteorite. Shit. Oh, core core meteor. meteor. I still I haven't even played the game, but that still I think is really weird. Really that they changed stupid. his name even though they kept the same Japanese sub or Japanese voices. There's just English subtitles. They clearly meant to dub that game and then just like yeah, or something. It's weird. Which is upsetting. But yeah, still I know good. how to read. It's fine. Yeah, it, it's just like I I imagine in the scenes that's really weird when they're clearly not saying the same name that's being shown in the subtitles. Yeah, that's really that's. That seems like it. Does every other character have the same name? Everyone else has the same name except for Shing. That's fucking stupid. Yeah. E- either way, and it's not even like they change his name to like a real name. Yeah. His name's Core. Core Meteor. Instead of Shing Meteorite, like that's not like ooh, we're Americanizing the shit out of this for your audiences. Like that's stupid. Yeah, that's. I don't... So it. <laughs> Tales games are like action RPG systems. Is it like, is the battle system was it good? Like as a handheld game? As a, yeah, yeah. It's it's really it's it's simpler than most other Tales games that are on consoles right now because of the limitations of the handheld. But it's they make it really fun. It's all about doing combos. Which, Okay. You're into combos. Yeah, so that yeah. I I want to play that game really bad. Someday. Someday I will probably <laughs> do that. Maybe I'll break the seal someday on that, <laughs> on that game and put it right in my Vita. I yeah, I don't know. So 70 hours, huh? Yeah, that's I I have this problem where when I get to a certain point through the story I decide to want to do side stuff, so I go back to every single village or town that I've been to before, even if I have to walk all the way back. Oh, no. It's really bad, and I did stop doing that after a while, and then I got the airship, and then I was happy again, and then I went to do that all. Yeah. But it's it, it just took me a really long time, because I was spending a lot of time doing bullshit, but it was fun. Yeah, I, I would hope so. Yeah. So my number six, which was a lot of people that I saw as game of the year, Shadow of Mordor, Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor. I, I bought this game fully expecting it to be total bullshit. Like I, it looked really cool. And, like, when they talk about the main crux of the game, the Nemesis system, like, it sounds like that's a thing that they show in a trailer and they talk about that sounds too good to work in practice. Yeah. But that is not the case at all. And that actually, like, makes the entirety of Shadow of Mordor for me. Which is mind-boggling that previous gen systems didn't have that in it. Yeah, so people who played the PS3 and 360 versions played a shitty game. They played like Lord of the Rings Batman <laughs> at that point, which like, fuck that because the plot of this game might as well just not even exist. And it, it, what's, what's insane is like, it doesn't have to be Lord of the Rings. 
Like, I really like The Lord of the Rings, but that is totally incidental to anything that's happening. Like, yeah, Gollum's in the story, and, like, sure, it's really important that the wraith that's with you is Celebrimbor. So anyone who knows what The Lord of the Rings is will actually know what that means. But, like, that that's a huge thing, technically, if you give a shit about The Lord of the Rings. But, like, if you don't, this game would probably still kick ass. Yeah. Like, the Nemesis system, which, like, if you have never heard of what that is, is basically... Oh, my God, how can I even describe this? <laughs> basically, like, there is a hierarchy of orcs. And they are, like chiefs or war chiefs or whatever and then there's like the warlords or the top top thing and you basically will like be in an area you'll be fighting a bunch of orcs with your crazy arkham asylum batman style combat and then they will just come up and it'll say like oh this is like this named guy and then you will it'll show like their weaknesses and like strengths if they have any and they'll like talk a bunch of mess to you and then you will like fight them and if you beat them they will remember that or like if they kill you they will also remember that you'll yeah. see them again and then they'll be like oh, i remember when i totally fucked your day and now i'm gonna do it again and if you like beat them though depending on how you do it like you permanently like injure their face and stuff and they like remember you and like say specific shit about like how you did that yeah and it's it seems really like there's so much yeah, like, there's so much, like, custom dialogue that it's, like, I found it to be mind-blowing. Yeah. Like, I don't think I ever had any of that stuff, like, repeat, which is shocking to me, because I played that game for a long time. Right. And I, I normally try not to, in most open-world games, do every side quest, but I think I did every side quest in Shadow of Mordor except for one, and that was because I couldn't find this fucking plant somewhere. Something dumb. <laughs> But, like, I did everything in that game just because it was fun. Like, normally, they're just, like, bullshit. Like, oh, go over here and, like, talk to this guy and do this bullshit thing. But, like, in Shadow of Mordor, most of the side missions were like, okay, this is a side mission to upgrade your sword. So, like, do this really badass specific shit with your sword on this group of enemies. Or, like, your knife if it was stealth. Or, like, the bow if you had to do that. And, like, that worked really well and actually kept me interested. Yeah. Whereas in like something like Assassin's Creed, I actively tried not to do literally any of the side stuff <laughs> because I hated it all so much. Yeah. Yeah, Shadow of Mordor is like the Nemesis system is a concept that will definitely probably be ripped off by like a hundred games in the next like two years. But I think that it's something that can be applied to like anything and still be really cool. Yeah. Like when people are like, oh, like create your own story, blah, blah, blah. Normally that's a load of bullshit, but like <laughs> you have like specific things that happen to you that like you could tell someone about and would sound really cool. Yeah. Like about how you chase this orc across the whole fucking land and then finally killed him or he ended up killing you and you had some run in with him again. Like that stuff is really cool. Yeah. yeah. Like, and I, I still think that they should have done this with Batman, which is weird because warner brothers made publish this game and they also <laughs> publish arkham games but i feel like this is something that would have like i don't know i feel like they're gonna do it in a batman game now they just be like mafia leaders yeah or... pretty much they right. could be like anything and i think i think it would work well right it's just this i think they were like oh it'll be safe if we do it with the lord of the rings because people buy it anyways oh yeah, it's yeah. Lord of the rings 
but yeah, I, I totally expected this to be one of those things. It's like this game is all promise and then it doesn't deliver, but it actually was like, I thought it was very good. Yeah. It's very exciting. I really like what I've learned of it too. Yeah. Okay. Halfway. Number Halfway. five. Number five. Ah, this might come as a no-brainer. Blaze Blue, Chrono Phantasma. Chrono Phantasma. Yep. You were playing that earlier today. <laughs> I was. I mm, I don't know. It's more Blaze Blue. It's an anime fighting game. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know, man. I couldn't do it. I tried so hard to do it. I like I I played through I really like Calamity Trigger and then I played through the second one Continuum Shift story. Yeah. And I started the story in this one and I don't know what it was but like I just didn't continue on. Uh, I'm sure something else came out and I just didn't but I I feel like I should go back to it. I like the characters and I guess I used to like the story of this. I feel like I think that one of the reasons I stopped was because I felt like I was confused and had no idea what was happening yeah that happens but i'm sure if i played through the rest of it i would like get a way better grasp of what it actually is yeah they do, they do kind of explain stuff but i just i don't know that game i really like it yeah i mean you play blaze blue all the time so yeah my fighting game choice i guess that's really weird because my number five is Guilty Gear. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Which is also a fighting game, ironically, made by the same company. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. I, Guilty Gear is fucking awesome. Yeah. I normally don't, like, practice at fighting games, but right, I, right. I actually went into training mode in Guilty Gear and, like didn't get like mind numbingly frustrated all the time <laughs> only sometimes right um it looks so good oh my god it looks amazing because it's 2d but then it, it stuff happens like when the match ends or like it goes into a special and it's fully 3d <laughs> it's so good it fucking looks so good and the story of that game is how all fighting game stories should be because it's actually cohesive and you understand what's happening and it's just you don't play you don't all these stupid play. bullshit fights that don't matter you just watch a story, and it's basically like an anime, and it was awesome. That's what I really want them to do with Blaze Blue. They fucking should do that with Blaze Blue. Yeah, so like... Maybe now that they've got this hot Guilty Gear code, they can just oh pop God. the Blaze Blue characters Probably. in there. <laughs> that would, I, I don't know how I'd feel about I that. I would feel fucking really good, <laughs> and I would love it. I'd, oh my God, and they brought Guilty Gear back. I I I always like Guilty Gear more than Blaze Blue, but that's because I played Guilty yeah. Gear before, and I like the characters a lot. And they're oh my god, they're still there. The characters are still there, and they're still awesome. <laughs> yeah. And the game is awesome. I love Guilty Gear. Exard sign. Exard. 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 Zard. Zard. Exard. As they say in the main menu, and then that weird like kind of country music starts playing. At it. <laughs> yeah. it's, fuck that game is good. I have a thousand YouTube videos about it on my channel <laughs> where I play very poorly. Are you playing on arcade? Yeah, yes, I am oh. playing, yeah, and it's very poor. <laughs> <laughs> the arcade mode, not as good as <laughs> the story mode because you have to fight Ram Lethal at the end, and she's an annoying fighting game boss character. Yeah, but every 
every most, fucking most, game. Most, most, most do, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Most do. Alright. Okay. So number my my top four. The, the definitive. The, the best. Number four. Yeah. What the the other the other six are like, eh, whatever. I was like there, that's cool. Yeah. Number four the four. These are the one. Okay. So My mine is not my my one, two, and three are the ones oh, yeah. for me at least. <laughs> what is your what is your four? My number four. Guilty Gear. Oh yeah, I knew it was gonna happen. I knew it was Exit, coming. Exit sign. Exit sign. Oh my god. So much fun. It's and so good. I, but you really. So amazing. You like it better than Blaze Blue, or just like specifically Chrono Phantasma? No, because I. Chrono Phantasma is probably the most fun out of all the Blaze Blues, and I I like that one the most. But Guilty Gear, it's like. Rush? I mean, I've always tried to kind of get into Guilty Gear before, but I was never, it never really, like, clicked with me until I finally played this, did the training mode, did all the stuff, learned the system, and now I just, it's on my mind constantly. I just want to play it all the time. It's just so much fun. It looks beautiful. It's, story mode was amazing. I still wish I was good at fighting because <laughs> if I could like pick one right now to be good at, it would definitely be Guilty Gear. Like I fucking, I want it. I want to be good. I'm trying, but it's not. <laughs> keep, keep going. We'll play. <sighs> That's surprising. Is it? I don't know. I, no, I. It's. I don't know. I mean, they're right next to each other. That's true. They are right next to each other. But I, but I did say like the. These are the six, ones. <laughs> ten through six are like, or ten through. Or like crap, but, yeah. But not crap. My number four is Super Smash Brothers for Wii U. For Wii U, not the 3DS one. That doesn't even make the top ten list. That is a different game. We don't talk about it. Uh, yeah, I I waited so long for this game. Like I felt like when they first announced this, I was like very excited. And then when they showed Mega Man, I like basically shit myself (laughs) because of how awesome it was when the Mega Man music came on. And the only thing that mattered to me was like, I didn't care what the fuck the game was because at worst it's going to, it was going to be super smash brothers brawl again, but with Mega Man music. And I would have taken that, but it was not brawl and it is better than brawl. I don't necessarily know that I would say it's better than melee yet. But I was playing Project yeah. M the other day, and they made Peach suck in the most recent patch, who I play as. <laughs> and Peach is really good in uh, in this new Smash here. Yeah. Not that I'm basing my entire liking of the game on the character I play and how right, good right. she is, but I-, I feel like this game is a happy medium between how fast and like technical Melee ended up being and how fucking slow and stupid Brawl was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, why would you fall down randomly? It's not a game mechanic that's, like, fun. It's like, whoops, you got fucked, ha ha It's stupid. But, like, the movement is fine, and, like, the new character additions are... Some of them are good. Dark Pit is stupid as shit. And they didn't... I feel like they didn't change Fox and Falco enough from each other and all the characters that they were like, we're not having any clones, but then they have a shitload of them. Yeah. But, like, the villager is cool. Shulk is cool. Robin is cool. 
Lucina is like I think they'll like the only one that's like kind of different enough from Marth to like justify her existence. Uh, I don't know. All of her attacks are still they're like still the basically same. the same, <laughs> yeah. but I feel like she's like actually different. Like Pit and Dark Pit like don't move differently. It's like we're the same basically, exactly, except for our side B. <laughs> and Fox and Falco, I they did change them a little bit, but they still have the same final smash and all that. Uh, just the stages and there's so much music and it's all so good i i like playing it so much yeah and i i don't know i the one thing though is i wish that i liked it more than i do really i i wanted it to be like the second coming of melee (laughs) which like i still am obsessed with i feel like as a game i i do still really like this game and i feel like i'll probably be playing it for a long time to come because like what the fuck else am i gonna play on the wii or the mario kart right but it is it's awesome and like it looks good too like, Mario Kart looks good. Smash looks fucking good, too. Yeah. Especially after you look at the 3DS version, you're like, wow, this is like something <laughs> I'm on the screen, and now here's the HD version. And, like, it just, the fact that they fucking put out GameCube controllers were like, yeah, we know what people want from Smash. This is the game. We're making it for you. Maybe now we'll get lucky, and next time Sakurai won't make it, and it'll have someone else. But it's a good game. Super Smash Brothers, it's fun. You can play it with anyone. You can play it with people who are really competitive in it. It's just... Yeah. It's a fun game. And I am very glad that it came out. And I played it twice. Well, not the game itself. I didn't play it twice. (laughs) But, like, I played the the 3DS version for, like, a quadrillion hours. I played this one for more than that. With people and on my own. Yeah. And it's just... Yeah, Super Smash Brothers. It's one of my favorite series of all time, and I'm glad that it is good again. <laughs> not that I, I feel like I shit on Brawl a lot. Brawl is not like a bad game. Oh, it, it is. It just wasn't as fun. Like it was. Yeah, like, yeah, it wasn't. I, I literally feel like when I see it or play it, it's moving in slow motion, <laughs> and I don't want that. I want to be able to like feel like I'm moving at a regular human speed. Right. That the GameCube adapters are like, like yeah. seventy to eighty bucks. I know. Amazon. Oh. Ben and Phil got screwed. Yeah, they did. Oh man, they, they have high hopes that they're gonna make more though. I, I mean, I'm sure. Uh, well, they're not doing that with the Amiibos, <laughs> are they? No. I fucking got fucked at a little Mac. Still so angry. And like, yeah, Amiibos are cool and they work. Like, I don't know. Yeah, but I I want to. I wish I could do more with it, I guess. You might be able to. Someday. Someday. When Nintendo pulls their head right up out of their own ass. They can play as Marth and like... In like the Disney Infinity version of Nintendo (laughs) Amiibos. Yeah, I can't wait for that game to come out. I'm very excited. They're never going to announce anything like that. Nintendo's so stupid. So yeah, that was my number four. I don't know, it's fucking Super Smash Brothers. It's on the Wii U, it's in HD. It's hot. Which is why number three. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I knew that was gonna happen too. Yeah, Smash is very good. Yeah, it, yeah, just lots, whole loads of fun for anyone that's not even like, I don't know, everyone. Oh my god! Now this is really thinking. I wonder if our number one's gonna be the same or different. <laughs> okay. Well, to 
to go along with that, my number three was Theatrhythm, which you listed before. Yeah, yeah. And I went off about how fucking shit, man. Theatrhythm is... They made it for me. They were like, Manny, <laughs> we got you this rhythm game. We know how much you want it. You like the first one. This game is literally that, but with twice as much content and some Chrono Trigger in there. <laughs> rhythm games are great. Yeah. And I, yeah, I'm not going to go off about it again, but it's, just, it's good. I like Theatrhythm a lot. Obviously, because it's number three on my list of games I played this year. So, what is your number two? I'm very, I'm oh, so man. curious. Now. You're gonna, you're gonna, know, gonna know it. You're gonna, you're sure you're gonna know my number one after I tell you my number two. My number two is Dragon Age Inquisition. Oh damn it! I think we have the same number one. Dude. Not that that's a damn it, but it's, I, yeah. it could be an epic moment. There may be lots of screaming. Okay. I, <laughs> So your number two is Dragon Age Inquisition. Yes, I, I, I don't know what to say. I I still like Origins more. As do I, but, it, but they're different. Yeah, I feel like they're yeah. very different. And I think this this was a huge step up from Dragon Age Two. Yes, it was. <laughs> like crap. Like I I don't know. I don't really. I just, I just like it. There's a lot to do. To, uh, okay, arguably, there's too much to do. There's, I, I'm feeling that. Yeah, I. I don't know, but I, I don't even, I don't like have fun playing it, but I like don't <laughs> mind it either. I don't understand. Yeah, that's weird. I, when I started it. I, I don't have this on my list anywhere, Dragon Age, because I, I didn't beat it, and I make myself use a self-imposed rule where I can't put it on there if I didn't beat it. Did you beat it? Okay. <laughs> no, uh, okay, I, I broke your rule a little bit. No, that's fine. It's not your so rule. So I, I wanted to put that on there because I I am still playing it, and I'm trying to beat it. I just, I just can't. Yeah, it just hasn't been done yet, but I am still playing it. Trying to beat it. You've also literally played for like a thousand hours. Yeah, you like, played over twice as much as I have, and I hit forty yesterday. Yeah, it's like one. I have like one twenty. Oh Jesus Christ! Wow. <laughs> Holy shit. I, my like, I really like it, and like, I like all Bioware games. Like, it has really good character interaction. That is to say, I don't necessarily like most of the characters. Yeah, I don't really like Dragon Age. Although I do really like Iron Bull. And he is voiced by Freddie Prince Jr. And fairly certain he's gay. I'm pretty sure he gets with Dorian, the other mage who's gay. If you, if you if, don't, if, get if with you him? don't really? and that's fucking sweet. I don't know. Uh, like that's really cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I heard that somewhere. Also, he's voiced by Freddie Prince Jr., which like it doesn't sound anything like Freddie Prince Jr. And it's so fucking awesome. And all his dialogue is ridiculous. Like, half the time he's talking about, like, either killing things or having sex with things. Yeah. And, like, that's really great. He is probably the one character I like. I also really like Cole, who is a demon slash spirit who's in, like, a human body and he's in the human world. Yeah. Did you do his motherfucking story quest? Where you choose whether or not you want him to become more human or more like a spirit? I didn't do that yet. So you're also like farther than me in that oh game. Oh my god, <laughs> that's weird. But you're like a twice my level, and like yeah, yeah. Other stuff. So wait, you didn't go to the f- 
oh, I don't even want to say it because spoilers. You didn't. So you, did you go to that keep after the last time we talked about the game where the Grey Wardens are like doing their magic blood ritual? I did that, and I got sent through the fade. Yeah, okay, the fade. That, so I'm basically oh we're in the okay. same spot, aren't we? So, yeah, yeah, because I, I, I beat the fade, and then I just did a bunch okay, of sets. So I did. Well, I don't know. So you have Logan as your Grey Warden, but he wasn't in mine. So like I, I really. But the, I'm pretty sure it didn't import my world save because like the thing you do with Dragon Age is because we got it on PS4 it can't pull saves for some reason from Dragon Age 1. Like, it wasn't, like, the it doesn't have the ability to do it, but it, like, recognized all my Dragon Age 2 stuff, which is stupid, because I could fucking care less about what happened yeah. in the game. So, like, I... Loghain was, like, my favorite character from Dragon Age Origins, and it did pull that in, but it still all the time says that my main character from the first game did not die, and that they, like, they just don't know where they are. Very clearly... At the end of that game, the main character either dies or they do not. There is no in-between where it's like, oh, maybe, we don't know where they are. Like, they are dead. So it clearly didn't fully pull my world state, which is really upsetting now that I'm fucking 40 hours into the game. I don't think they pulled mine either because I have a quest on, like, the the map thing. What is that thing called? Battleboard? Yeah, the battleboard where you just, like, move the pieces around, play with Where it's asking me to go find the hero of Ferelden. I'm pretty. I killed him. I died in Origins. So I don't. I'm gonna get so mad. Understand why he's in there. Okay, we're gonna right now. We're gonna talk Dragon Age Inquisition spoilers. So <laughs> if you listen to this and you don't want to be spoiled on a major plot point in Dragon Age Inquisition, just I don't know. Maybe don't listen to the rest. Even even <laughs> though we're gonna freak out when we talk about our number two and one. Anyways, at the end of the fade. This is this is a spoiler, so turn it off now. Who was the Grey Warden that went with you? Because mine, I had Hawk and Logan Stroud. Stroud. So who did you choose to die? Stroud. Stroud. Okay. So Hawk lives, right? Yeah. yeah. Is Varric like totally cool after that, or did he like know Stroud and like give a shit? No, he doesn't seem like. He seems kind of okay. I. Oh my god. Like, character moment of that game, probably. Fucking, it was insane. So I like Logan a lot. And they they were arguing about, like, who should die. Wait, 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 is is your hawk a female? It's a male. Okay. And so, like, I was like, oh my god. Like, that's when I texted you yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Game choices. I was like, I don't know if I should have Hawk die or if I should have Logan die. Because I really like Logan. And, like, Hawk was a character you played as in 2. So I had Hawk die. And he sacrifices himself for the fade. But what I didn't think about when I did that was how he is literally Varric's best friend. Yeah, yeah. And, like, best character moment of that game, like, the, one of the quests is, like, go talk to Varric about, like, what happened to Hawk. And, like, you're doing it, and he just starts getting really sad and, like, telling this story about how these mercenaries were like hired to kill Hawk, but then he like invited them in and then they got drunk with his mom and all this weird shit. And just one of the options is you can interrupt Varric and hug him. And it was so good. Oh my you God. Tell him, you tell him to do that. And then he like hugs him and then Varric just goes like, Oh shit. And he just like keeps telling his story. It is so good. Oh my God. That's so like upsetting, it's but so, so cool. Uh. It's so cool. Like how that is vastly different than probably what happened in your game. Yeah. And, and like, it so just shows different. like Varric like cares. And in that moment, like before you talk to him and like finish that, 
they all have tarot cards, like, when you pick them in battle. Yeah. Varix was, like, all blood red, and he was, like, kneeling down on the ground, and you see, like, all these spirits rising up. Oh and it looks fucking crazy. And the only, that was the first time I noticed that those cards change, and the other time, right. after you tell Cole to, like, be more human or not, his card changes, and now it sucks. I hate what it looks like. It's, like, all white, and he looks like a faggot. But, like... It was so good. Oh my god. That's so upsetting. Like, I, I had no... I didn't really have any feelings for Stroud. Which is why I was upset that Logan wasn't there. And then Logan, like, leads the Wardens. Oh, like, yeah. after that point. Like, basically, you get the option to kill him. And I said, like, no, don't. And then, like, fucking Solus was all pissed off because he hates the Grey Wardens. He's like, yeah, I don't yeah. care when he gets upset anymore because he has said about everything. <laughs> and then, uh... Cole got upset too, but Iron Bull was all for it. So if Iron Bull was for it, every that's it. <laughs> but but yeah, it was, so now Logan is like going to back to like redeem himself and try to help right. the Gordons out. But like Hawk is dead, and that's crazy shit. Yeah, that's I'm gonna get so, so angry when the hero of Ferelden's alive, though. Yeah, that's gonna be upsetting too. But yeah, like it has it was just like all Bioware games. Like that's a really good character moment. Like that's good story shit. I don't necessarily think that the overall story of that game is very good. Yeah. And, like, it's really, like, politics-heavy and stuff, which I don't mind so much. But, like, right. it's character moments like that that, like, make those games for me. Right. Like, fucking in Mass Effect when you're just, like, hanging out with Garrus. Like, that shit's dope. And you're, oh like, fucking, like the, shooting cans over the... the th- Jesus Christ. Bioware games are really good. Wait, uh, Freddy Prince, he voiced Vega, right? Yes, I believe so. Cats. Jesus Christ. Yeah, Dragon Age is really good. And if I had beaten it, it probably would have replaced one of the games on this list. Oh, yeah. I just, yeah, it's taking a long time. And the issue I have is that all the side quests are basically worthless. It seems like, like, I don't feel like I get a lot of experience for most of them. And, like, I don't get anything that's, like, really good in terms of, like, equipment. But, like, it's an RPG, so I feel compelled to do every <laughs> fucking icon on the map. Yeah, yeah. Which I'm trying not to do, and I just want to advance the story because I'm already over-leveled past what the story wants me to be. Right. And I think I'm I'm pretty sure I'm, like, kind of near the end in terms of the story. Or at least okay. I, I assume that, but I have no clue. <laughs> I'm probably, like, halfway through the game or some shit. But, yeah, Dragon Age is really good. Yeah. My oh, number two number game two. is Danganronpa, which you talked about earlier. Yeah. I yeah. really like Danganronpa. I cannot stress that enough. <laughs> I, like, a lot of these, a lot of games that I played this year were ones where I was like, I expected to be disappointed by them. Danganronpa, I saw, like, the cover and, like, the coverage of the game, and I was like, just by default, I was like, that game's gonna suck. NIS is NAS America's making it and they're gonna do the dub and it's gonna be the worst and it's gonna be a bad <laughs> translation and all this stuff. And then I saw like a little bit of gameplay and I was like, I gotta get it. I have to have it. And then I bought it like on a whim, still thinking like this will probably be shitty, but I'll like maybe I'll enjoy it. And then it was like I love that game. And then the fact that the second game also came out this year and I didn't have enough time to play all of it yet is killing me. I want to play it so bad. And the characters in the second one seem really good too. Yeah. And it continues the story. And the, it's a murderous bear. 
that part of it is really stupid. He's basically like Jigsaw yeah. from Saw, and he's killing these kids, but it's so awesome. It, like, the character moments in that game are really good, too. Yeah, yeah. And, like, they all they all have just really good characterization, which, like, I feel is something that's lost in a lot of games now. It's just, like, each character feels, like, unique, and, like, they aren't, like, just super, super one-dimensional. Right. And, the, yeah, so Danganronpa, because we already talked about that. Second, second one, I still have that in its wrapper, too. Yeah. I don't, I, gotta, I don't know what I'm doing in my, my time. <laughs> I'm Dragon Age, apparently. <laughs> I just, I don't know. So what is, what is, what is this is it. You this know, is the moment. You know, this is the moment. You, know. no, you got to say it out loud. What is your number one game? What does it tell me? Yuzuma 11. Yes, it is. Because, <laughs> yes, it is. That is mine also. It is, I can't even express on this podcast. I I can't even. I feel like we need to have soon an Anasmo podcast where we just. We need to. We really out. need to. This game came out. I got to look this up on my phone. I'm going to guess 2007, 2008, maybe. The first one came out. I don't know when it came out in Europe, but in Japan, probably 2007. So, like. It, uh, I can't even talk. I'm so excited. I'm happy right now. It's it's anime soccer. It's a video game about anime soccer. Which when I say that out loud, it sounds like the dumbest thing ever. But it's the most amazing. It is, it is so good. Like I so oh, magical. You are Mark Evans. And he <laughs> is like your average anime character, main character who's just like, Oh my god, I love this thing, or like I gotta persevere and like he wants to be a goalie and his soccer team sucks ass. And then they rise to be champions. And it, and it, oh it's just everything about it. Everything about it is. Why is the One Piece wiki coming up? I gotta find out when this came out. It is. I don't even really like soccer. That that should tell you how much I like this game. <laughs> it's basically like it, it was originally a DS game, and yeah, I was right. It came out in two thousand eight. The first one. Um. I thought, oh my god, I lost my train of thought. So I'm excited about it. You don't, you don't, you don't originally like soccer. Yeah, I don't like soccer at all. But like this game, that's that's how special it is in in my mind. Is that it? I it makes me like soccer. When did when did that come out in North America this year? It came out February, I think. February. That. That so like what what's mind blowing is I I knew always that I wanted to play this game since it came out in 2008 I knew right but it was one of those things where it's like fuck it's not coming out in America <laughs> it's only coming out in Europe and it was for original DS right yeah so you could import it but it was like uh, it's like pretty expensive it would have cost me like 80 bucks at the time to import it. And I like, I, there had been multiple times since then that I thought about like, I should import this game because like, I like RPGs. I like games where you like collect like characters that are like very different and you like form a team of like things and they all have special moves. And like that, that concept is like, if your game has that, I'll probably play it. <laughs> like, I, it's the same reason I like fucking Mega Man Battle Network is you like, you get yeah. the chips and you have the various shit. And it never came out here. It never came out. Nope. Until fucking this year, 2014. 
it came out on the 3DS eShop, and for some reason, they fucking took out all the British voice actors <laughs> and made them say soccer instead of football. Yeah. That's the only thing I can think of. Is footy. They, they, they wanted them to say footy. The they wanted them to say soccer and soccer field instead of footy yeah. and the pitch. And I, I bought it on sale for, like, fucking... I don't even... It was, like, fucking six bucks or some shit. Because it was during the World Cup. Yeah. So I was like, ooh, soccer game. It's on sale for the World Cup. And I saw it and I was like, shit. Like, I gotta, I gotta get it now. And I went home and I downloaded it and I played it because we were at our friend Lander's house on a party yeah. game Sunday thing. And I was just thinking, like, oh, I'll just play this for, like, an hour. It'll be fine and then I'll go to bed. And then I fucking played it for, like, six hours straight. <laughs> and I was like, this is the game. This is... Oh my god, this game. Someone like I said this about the Utrecht earlier, but someone out in the world was just like, There's this kid named Manny. And we're making this game for him. He may never play it because he doesn't live in Europe, but we're making it for him. And I played it and like I loved it. And I was just like, holy shit. And I went we were going back to Landers again that next day for something. Yeah. And I told you about it. I described it to you. And then I knew you played it and you felt the same way. I knew nothing about it. Prior to that, and then when I when you told me about it, and then when I watched you play it, I oh my god, I just fell in love. Like right right now, like my body is so excited, <laughs> like I'm tensing up because of how excited I am. And like this game is fucking old. Like 2008, like I consider that to be like an old game. Like a fucking the original yeah. D, the 3DS hadn't even come out yet. Like original DS shit here we're talking about. And like you basically the way you play is there's 11 people because it's soccer. 11 people soccer team and you basically use the stylus to like tap the screen to pass the ball and like draw lines to like make them go where you want them to go yeah and then like if they cross paths with other people or you're shooting on the net you can use special techniques called hitatsus which is japanese for special skill or something and like if you're doing defense or depending on if you're on defense or offense, you can, like, dribble past them with, like, these fucking crazy moves where they, like... <laughs> I, I don't even know. I can't... I some examples, like, they... Oh, my God. I'm so excited. My brain doesn't even work right anymore. They, like, just basically, like, turn invisible and just appear on the other side. They create multiple balls. They, like, kick the ball to the other person and just, like... Fault him with their own butt. Kick him right in the chest. (laughs) That shit's legit. Also, it would definitely be a foul in this, which most of the time it is in this too. But and then like the shoot techniques are like what make that shit for me. Yeah. The one of the best characters in the game, Axel Blaze, as his name suggests, his move is called Fire Tornado. He (laughs) kicks the ball and it catches on fire and it goes into the. It's like. I should not get excited about a fucking flaming soccer ball, but, like, it makes me feel so good, and, like, the gameplay is fun, and, like, the story probably realistically is, like, not very good. Like, it's just, like, your average, like, oh, there's these teams, and, like, I I don't know, and they're, like, it's, like, a tournament-style thing, but, like, I love it. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, the first first game, the one that we should realistically be talking about here, because it's is yeah they like basically the soccer team sucks and then they go through the school tournament and in the end they win and one of the best video game endings ever because there was no way for me to get disappointed they literally win the tournament 
And then the credits roll. Yeah. There's no time for them to say, like, like, oh, my God, any, like, stupid bullshit that just totally ruins the entire moment. They're just like, we won, and then it's over. And all I could think about was, like, this is how everything should end. Yeah. You, no chance to ruin it. But then what happened was, this is why this is on my game of the year list. The first Anasimo 11 game is not my favorite. And you're thinking, like, wait, what are you talking about? The first one yeah. just came out in English this year. You're crazy. So I like this so much that I imported Anazuma 11 2, which it ended up being like Pokemon after the first game. There was two versions of each one. Yeah. Uh, I, I imported Firestorm. Is that what it was called? Firestorm? Firestorm. Yeah, yeah Firestorm, Firestorm it, which has Axel Blaze on the cover, obviously. Firestorm, so Fire Tornado, all this awesomeness. I imported it, and I played the first five minutes, and I thought to myself, like, fuck. I know that I want to play the rest of this series and like I know that I have to which really put me in a dilemma because even though the third game was for DS in Japan when it came out in Europe in this year fucking 20 well it came out in 2013 the original two versions of three they put them out on 3DS and Nintendo hates everyone so the 3ds is region locked so if i wanted to play the third game i was going to have to fucking import a european 3ds in order to play a game in the language that i already natively speak yep so i played an 11 2 for all of 10 minutes and i went on ebay (laughs) and i I imported an 11 3 and a 3ds and now because we have to keep the Inazuma train rolling as long as possible. There's a second series called Inazuma 11 Go, which was specifically for the 3DS. And the first one of those, there are three in Japan, came out in June of 2014. That is not on my top 10 list because, I don't know, it was okay. But this game coming out, well, it came out in Europe, so I guess it doesn't even really count anyways. Right. But Anazuma 11 came out here, and that's what started it all for me. And theoretically, the second Anazuma 11 Go game should come out soon. Hopefully. Well, the quarter, quarter one of 2015, supposedly. But unless it didn't sell well, and then my heart will be broken forever. And it doesn't <laughs> come out in English. And I'll have to import a fucking Japanese 3DS and play the other games that way. I Like, I just everything about it i like i like you like level up the skills by using them more in battle like you actually have to use strategy yeah you can custom there's so many players you can just customize your team like they're literally the first game i think advertises that it has a thousand players yeah which like you can only hold a hundred which is bullshit and that's still a limitation because you can't recruit everybody and just like choose who you want you gotta like know more or less and then the second game has some ridiculous thing like 2,500. And then, like, the newer games just have, like, fucking 8,000 characters. Like, and that's not even an exaggeration. Like, I'm pretty sure the one that's going to come out, and as I'm 11, go to Chronostone, I'm pretty sure it has, like, 10,000 characters in it or some fucking crazy bullshit. And it's just, like... I don't know. Like, the shit where you, like, collect the players and, like, the fact that two different people could have such an incredibly different team and like still be good i like shit like that i i don't know and the anime is actually like pretty good yeah in in terms of like representing the game yeah and it has the same music most of the time yeah 
I don't even like soccer. It's still like, it just, it blows my mind. Like, I don't really like soccer, but I, this game, something about it, like, it just like instantaneously clicked with me. It like hit my fucking dopamine switch in my brain. And I just like, I, there was a point over the summer when I was importing the 3DS and like playing the first one that like, I, I played all four of these games in English in the course of like two months. It took me, it took me a bit longer. I got, yeah. Yeah, you got side. So you something else came out, so you didn't play Go right away. I think. Yeah. And even even the third one. Yeah. Like, I. It just set us down. Really. Really happy place. Happy slash dark path where we imported a three <laughs> DS from a country where we could already speak the language, and now literally it's my Anasimov eleven machine. <laughs> Amazing. And I'm gonna get a capture card over the next <laughs> month, and then I'm gonna fucking stream a Nazima Eleven so that the entire world can see a Nazima Eleven and how magical it is. And what's insane is I'm pretty sure that the original that we are talking about that came out in the U.S. did not sell well at all. So I don't think they're gonna end up putting out the rest of them. But if they do, I will fucking buy them again because they need all of the money that yeah. I can possibly give them for it. I don't necessarily know that I have it in me to play Anasma 11 2 for another 90 hours <laughs> on an American copy, but I'm going to play it again on stream also, so that'll be... I don't know. Either way, if it comes out in America, they will get my money. Everyone should check out Anasma 11, though. Like, I, I, I can't stress enough how much I love that game, and yeah. it fucking blows my fucking mind. I'm so glad that was your number one. I was, so, <laughs> I was like, oh, man, we can't talk about this if we don't do it at the same <laughs> yeah. time because we're just going to – I have so much to say about how much I love this fucking game. Yeah. It's, it's... Oh, shit. Yeah, I don't know. It, this is really so much fun, so intriguing. Not – I mean, it was long. It was as long as you wanted to make it, and I – I love playing matches against you because the teams are like so different. The fact that there's two different versions and sometimes a third, I guess. Yeah, that was for three. They did that. Um, yeah, I don't know. The Nazim Eleven One, a Nazim Eleven Two, a Nazim Eleven Three, a Nazim Eleven Go. Those are all out in English. So four games. Well, technically more because there's two versions of two, three versions of three, and two versions of Go. But there are many you could theoretically get. You could at least play one and two. Two is probably my favorite one. Mine too. So far, Definitely. because I played that the most. And I actually got my team to max level in that. And I wanted to make another one, but I just... I don't know. <laughs> I want to play other video games, so I feel bad if I just play Nazim 11 only exclusively for the rest of my life. But yeah. I... Yeah. It, it A game hasn't grabbed me like Anasim 11 did in, like, years, probably. Like, okay, well, that's not true. Dark Souls did, but that that's right. a way different experience than this. Like, I haven't been, like, obsessed with a game in, like, my <laughs> every waking thought yeah. in a long time, and this did that for me. And, like, so, like, when I was making this list, I was just, like, this is basically just, like, everything is inconsequential except for number one, which is Anasim 11. <laughs> 
<laughs> and I guess Danganronpa and Theater of Them. Like, everything else. Like, I played a lot of good games this year. Which, like, surprisingly more than I thought. Because, yeah. like, when I thought back on the year, apparently, like, I thought half the games I played this year came out last year. But that wasn't the case. I just right. This was, like, the longest year of all time, apparently. <laughs> I, yeah. I, and Osmo 11 makes me feel happy and like a child inside. And yeah. I, it's so good. And I'm going to continue to play it. And I'm so I'm so glad like I have someone to play with. Yeah, I know because about. I feel like this is one of those things where like if it was just me talking about Anazuma Eleven on this podcast, I would like <laughs> feel like a crazy person. <laughs> but the fact that Nukio like thinks it's as awesome as I do makes me like think, oh, maybe I'm not that crazy. I mean, I definitely am because I imported a European 3DS. But you got me to do it too. I know. So, so that's. that's <laughs> And I now I'm going to get a fucking 3DS capture card and take this shit to the next level and really just spend all the money on my Anasmo 11 obsession. I will watch you <laughs> all of that. Oh, it's so insane. So yeah, I 2014 was actually a much better year than I thought, even though a lot of games that are coming out in 2015 that look amazing were supposed to come out this year. Right. I feel like now it's basically like 2014 was a pretty good year and 2015 like overall will probably be like fucking crazy talk. It should, it should be awesome. Well, Fifth Final Fantasy 15 is not going to come out this year, I don't think. Probably 2016. For for the You US. think you think 2016? I bet you it'll come out in December. 2015 in Japan, and then they will. Oh, yeah, that's unless, right. unless they do a simultaneous worldwide release. Well, no, because you're get, you're getting the you're at least getting the English demo with the. That's zero. true. Maybe I I hope they do a worldwide release. But I would I would assume like December though, or like early yeah. 2016 for the U.S. release if they do it. Yeah. Because I feel like that's one of those things where like usually you can get away with like taking a couple months or like half a year to translate a game like that but that game has been in development for like a thousand years i feel like if they don't get the money from that immediately it's gonna be insane yeah i feel like square needs the final fantasy money i mean they they still do well with like tomb raider and all that shit but i i still feel like that game alone is probably just like a fucking money pit (laughs) at this point where they've just been like throwing money in the pit and hoping that it gets better by this point. So I think at some point they're actually going to need to release the game. Yeah, I would, I would hope so. God, those trailers look so good, though. 2015 is going to be awesome. I don't know. It'll be a great. I, th- I think it'll be pretty good. Yeah. So I'm glad our, our top tens are actually fairly similar. In terms yeah. Of surprise. A couple, couple of your games, I had one, one up. One up or one low. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there, there were some that like didn't make it, like that I was thinking about. Black Flag, but because I I really like that game, but it was just long. Wait, and did I, Black Flag know. come out this year? Yeah. Did it really? Didn't it? Yeah. No, Black Flag had to come out last year. Are you sure? I thought it came out like early this year. No, it came out with the PS4, so it came out last November. Did it? Yeah. Cause you, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, oh yeah, I'm pretty sure. Crazy though. Black Flag is really good though. <laughs> yeah, I, n- I never finished that either. I did. It's okay. I finished it for both of us. <laughs> <laughs> the it, you didn't really need to finish it. This is a good game, but the 
that was also the longest game ever. Yeah. I don't know. And I I will definitely end up finishing Dragon Age probably within the next like couple weeks. Right. Well, uh, hopefully, I don't know. Maybe it's, it's like I said, I might only be halfway. I don't even fucking know. Yeah. I have no concept of how long that game actually is. And, uh, and, you, and you had Mordor on your list. I, did. I didn't finish it, which is why it wasn't on my list. Okay. But it would be if I, if I could finish it. Yeah. And like, I, I also did not write Tomodachi <laughs> Life on here, even though that game is great if you want to call it a game. Yeah. <laughs> it's basically like me watch your me simulator i don't know yeah it was cool uh, there was something fuck there was something else that i i thought about transistor but that's i yeah transistor was really good i oh man there's a game before this that i was thinking of that like i oh pokemon oh yeah it really? was like pretty good and i considered putting that on instead of mario kart right but then i thought about how much we played mario kart and i was like no you know what <laughs> Pokemon gets on my list every year. I yeah, feel like yeah. it can it can handle not being on there for one year, even and it's a remake. I'm sure if we went back in time to when I first played Sapphire when I was in middle school, it would have been on my <laughs> list then. So it it already got its due. It's basically the same game, just in 3D. And X Pokemon X and Y were definitely on it last year. So. Yeah, yeah. I feel oh my god, it's I feel awful to say this. At one point, Platinum was on my top ten list. <laughs> Must have been a bad year for games. I don't know. I, Platinum wasn't a bad game, but like, holy yeah. shit. And like, the first part of Broken Age came out this year, the Double Fine Adventure game, and like, right. that was really good, but it's only half a game also. I felt right. like I can't put it on there unless I've played the whole thing, because the second half might suck. I don't think it's going to, but yeah. I think it's going to be, I don't know. So yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like at the end we've been rambling a lot here, but I... Yeah. I enjoy talking about this game of the year stuff. Yeah. I think about it every year way too much and then I it's very exciting for me. Number one, man, game of the year. Game of the year, Nazuma yes. Eleven. Everyone never forget Nazuma Eleven. <laughs> if there's one thing that you can take away from this podcast, it's never forget Nazuma Eleven. It is a great game. <laughs> Even if you don't like soccer, it's the best. You should play. Everyone should play. It's on the U.S. eShop. It's easy to buy. It's $15 if it's max price, which it probably isn't anymore. So fucking get on it. Our theme song is the song Sting Operation by the band Anamanaguchi. You can find that pretty much anywhere you can buy music. This has been a very fun podcast, and I hope that you guys all enjoyed it as well. And remember, Anasmo 11 is amazing. See you guys next time.